Good afternoon and welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel. Today it's my esteemed pleasure to have on an entertainer's entertainer, Mr. Tim Atwood. How are you today, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? Thank you so much for taking the time to come on today. How are you holding up with all this uh, pandemic stuff going on? Well, I'm getting cabin fever. I'll be honest with you. I'm so used to working the road and, and just sitting at the house. I'm, I'm about to go crazy here. But other than that, everybody's healthy. Well, thank God for the part about them being healthy. And uh, I'll tell you what, I understand about that being on the road stuff to being at home. Um, Mr. T. Graham Brown told me yesterday that he said that he has a big honeydew list since he's been home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been real fortunate. I haven't had to do any of that yet. I, actually, I tell you what happened. I actually, I was cutting a, a bush down one day and had a chainsaw. And my wife, was she was just scared to death. I said, I'll be fine. Well, I ended up cutting my hand on the chainsaw. She said, you're through doing outdoor work and i went if i don't know it was that easy i'd have cut my hand sooner <laughs> <laughs> right how you doing though you mended up okay oh yeah it it was amazing i got it had the stitches put in and i actually played the next day of the uh, sunday morning uh sunday morning country show with Jeannie seeley at the grand Ole Opry house wow that's that's crazy. Well, thank God it's not too too severe. You you, you can you can milk it out with her for another six months, as long as she doesn't listen to the show. That's what I'm going to do. I'll tell her you said so. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I mean, you know, by the way, I mean, I I, I I'm familiar with your work and and I am a fan, but um, I, I just was reading. I mean, that you know, you you've been on the Grand Ole Opry stage eighty five hundred times. Oh yeah. Hey, I, I was at the Opry for 38 years uh, as a house piano player, and then uh, about six years ago, uh, I always wanted to be out front and entertain because I learned from Jimmy Dickens and Porter Wagner and, and Jeannie Seeley and those people, and uh, so I'm out doing my own thing now, and I'm just absolutely loving it. The only person I got to answer to is my wife, and we're pretty good in that department. We're okay. Amen to that, my friend. You know, you keep mama happy, everybody happy. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's it's funny though. I mean, you know, it's looking looking at it, and saying, you know, man, when you got your step out there and playing in front of everybody, what influenced you to get into music to begin with? Well, I grew up in, in Peoria, Illinois, and. Uh, when I was about five, uh, I was out in the yard. My dad played guitar in some local bands and stuff like that. Well, I was about five years old, and I went out and I took the garbage can, the metal garbage cans like we used to have, right. and I put the garbage can, turned it upside down. I took the lid and stuck it on a stick, and that was my symbol. So I started playing drums when I was six. But my whole family on my dad's side of the family, everybody played and sang, and I actually had an uncle who sang tenor for the Florida Boys Quartet. This is about 1970. And uh, I realized he was making a living playing music, and I went, that's what I want to do. So when I turned 20 years old, I moved to Nashville, and I have not been out of work since. Oh, thank God for that. But man, I'll tell you what, I mean, that's who are some of your influences growing up? What, who did you watch? Um, you know, what, what was your, was it, was it just country? Were you rock also? Because you have such a bluesy soul sound about you. I mean, I, I've been so fortunate to interview several great blues guys, you know, that have that bluesy soul stuff to them. And you're one of those guys, man. Your sound is like incredible. 
Thank you. Uh, I really, uh, I was influenced. I listened to everything. Uh, I was a 70s rock and roll fan. I mean, you know, that was some of my favorite. I love country. I love gospel. I like a little bit of bluegrass. But uh, influences for me were like Mickey Gilly and Jerry Lee, Fats Domino, people like that. I mean, uh, piano players that sang, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's not, and there's not many of those today. No, there's not a lot of them out there. And, uh, but I just, like I said, I, I enjoy doing what I'm doing and entertaining people is my goal. I like for them to come to one of my shows and just sit back and for an hour, hour and a half, not think about anything because actually I'm pretty entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when your peers call you, you entertainers, entertainer, that's something. I mean, you know, that's. Yeah. Your fans and your peers both, and that, and that's something I have to I have to address something though. I was I was looking online on your YouTube, which I suggest everybody to go to. And man, you know, I like to cry in the morning, but you know, I listened to your song, you know, Mom, and it just I was oh my, oh my gosh, that was that was ridiculously. I was I'm sitting there and I'm looking. Allergies started bothering me. <laughs> oh man, that's a great song. It, it's how did it come about? Well, um, I was a music director on a TV show uh, for the uh, ICMA, and there was a guy named Chuck Day that uh, my wife's telling me I'm, I'm wrong. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, I heard Garth Brooks. I'll tell you what, it was Garth Brooks. I heard him do it on Ellen DeGeneres. You know, that's where I got it at. Yes, and for the first uh, four or five times I tried to perform it on stage, I couldn't get through it. I mean, I have to take my mind somewhere else when I sing that song because I get to thinking about my mom. But, uh, yeah, that's that's where it came from. I heard Garth Brooks do it, and uh, that's where I learned that. At. It was, it was you know, my mom's my hero. She's going to be 79 this year. God bless her. And she's my hero. So I sat there. I, said, I actually wrote on, on your YouTube. I said, you know, when I get done with this interview today, I said, I'm going to call and play this for my mom. So. That's uh, that's that's how much that meant to me. So just to let you know that uh, you know, for a little tidbit there, it's, it's it really got me good, and I I appreciate the song, and you did well, a great God job. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, now now, what do you have coming up, sir? What are you working on right now? Well, I'm actually in the studio uh, doing my fourth album, and. Uh, it's going to have about 15 songs on it. I decided to really go for it this time. And, uh, it's got everything from just being a piano and a strings sound, you know, uh, all the way up to a horn section on some of these things. There's a, I don't know if you remember that Mama's Little Baby Love Short. Yes, it's shorter. Sure. Everybody's heard that. But I've got a rock and roll version of it with a horn section. <laughs> That is incredible, really. So, so uh, you know, what's put into this album this time? Like, what do you, what, what kind of, what did you draw from? Well, it's it's a wide variety of stuff. Like I said, it's uh, everything from just rock and roll, old rock and roll to uh, country. I mean, it's it's just it's mainly a country album, but there is some stuff in there that rocks pretty good. But uh, I'm just hoping that. Uh, everybody will enjoy it because uh, I've, I've put a lot of work into it. We started this probably, I don't know, nine months ago when we started on it. We're still not finished, but we should be done in the next couple of weeks. And this is all original work or is it shared? Or? It's a combination of uh, some of the stuff that I've written and then songs that, that really mean something to me. So matter of fact, we're gonna, uh, that's what we're going to name the album, Who I Am. Because I have, I've got a wide variety uh, 
tastes in music. So I, I got a little bit of everything on there. So if we were cruising down the road right now and, and we flipped on your Rolodex of music right now, what would you be listening to? What's been your go-to music right now with the pandemic and all these other things going on? What are you, what are you chilling out to right now? Well, to be honest with you, I've been in a earth, wind, and fire mode. I've nice. been listening to and then, uh, then I'll turn right around and put on a Merle Haggard record. So, like I said, that's uh, that's probably what you're going to get out of me. I like that. Now, with that being said, and I'm going to get back to the album in a minute, but what has been your guilty pleasure at home? Or are you guys sitting down, you know, flowing, throwing on Netflix or Prime? Or what's been your thing away from music to do? I think the worst thing that ever happened in this house was when we got Netflix, because we don't do anything. We sit and watch TV. <laughs> So, so what's been what's, what's been a couple of your guilty pleasures you guys are sitting down and enjoying right now? Well, there was a series called Ozark that I liked. Uh, that it was a comedy one with Ashton Kutcher, uh, The Ranch, and I like comedy. I'm I'm really big into the comedy thing. But uh, yeah, Roxanne and I have we've sat and watched episode after episode and uh i i used to feel guilty about it but since i'm not working on the road or everything i'm taking advantage of the time to get some sleep honestly yes sir yes sir everybody's told me about ozark almost everyone that's been on the show that's been their mention and i have never seen it yet so i'm gonna have to have to break down and see it <laughs> yeah. yeah it's great you know but i mean that's what I, that's what i like to hear i mean because i obviously you know you work so hard in music and stuff and then you know and and you know and i and i express this loudly to all of our listeners look musicians today if they don't play they don't get paid please go and go support their work buy their music buy their merchandise Go to their websites, you know, check out all these things right now because, you know, it's not everybody has $200 million Justin Bieber contracts. Nothing against the kid. He's a hardworking kid, but not everybody has that. And I, I uh, point that out to everybody because you guys, when you go on tour, you have, you know, a lot of people to pay that work underneath you and you guys got bills to pay and everything else. And I want people to, sometimes they don't realize that. Yeah, we had a bunch of stuff booked for this year. It was going to be the best year I ever had. Of course, then the the virus hit and everything. The last time we actually uh, did a show was in February. So I have not really worked since February. I mean, I'll do a little campground gig that I do every Sunday uh, in Nashville. But uh, other than that, we haven't had any work. So we've uh, we just had. You know, we're just not doing anything. And you're right. If they could uh, tip on some of these live streams and stuff like that, that would be great, you know. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, you know, that's exactly it. I mean, spending many time days on the road, you know, and, and, and you know, that's what you do. And, and uh, you know, are you on, or are you running these shows on Facebook? Tell us about what you're doing like that, sir, please. Well, uh, I just did one this week. Uh, Judy Seeley and I, we go out and do shows, just me and her and a piano. And uh, we did a live stream from her house a couple of days ago. I guess it was Monday. And uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff's on Facebook. My birthday this year, I we did a little thing here in the front room. We're trying to get tips and stuff like that. So uh, we got over 300,000 views. And we won a telly award for a show that we did uh, with uh, Kurt Webster and his group. And uh, we had Wade Hayes, David... Uh, 
Frizzell and uh, T. Graham. It was just you know five or six, but to win a Telly Award, uh, that's that's pretty special. That's about the most special things happened in a long time. Ah, uh, congratulations on that. That's outstanding. Um, I like that, and I like sometimes I like really like the the personal up close. You know, some of you guys are sitting there putting these shows together on Facebook and stuff, and it and it's just. You feel like you're sitting in your living room. I mean, literally, you know, and sometimes you are, but, you know, the person watching it, your viewer, feels like they're right there in the living room with you. Yeah, that's what makes it nice. Uh, it took me a little get used to uh, working to a camera rather than a crowd. I usually like to read people's faces and see if they're laughing or whatever. And with uh, by doing it on, on a camera, it's a little tough, but I'm getting used to it. I'm starting to get the hang of it. Yeah, it's definitely that instant. I, I love that instant reward. So it is kind of rough thinking, okay, well, I hope that joke went over or I hope that song went over. <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but so with, with the getting back to your album now, and I love that, Who I Am, that's a great title. Um, can you give us a, an idea to uh, some of the writing parts of what it was? Like you're, you're taking a little bit here and there. And, you know, so obviously you say it goes all over the place. What is your writing style? Are you one of these people that sits down and writes everything all in a day? Or do you split it up? Or how's your mood go? Well, usually uh, my wife is a television producer and writer. And, I mean, she's very accomplished when it comes to writing. And she and I get together, and she's a lot better with words than I am. So we wrote a song on this uh, uh, new CD, and it's called Migraine Heartache. Instead of a migraine headache, you got a migraine heartache. Now, that's a heartache, buddy. <laughs> so we wrote that. But, uh, and then we wrote another one uh, called She Treats Me Like a Dog. But it's real cute. It's like, you know, she scratches my back and feeds me well. So it's a cute little song. And I was part writer on that. There was another song called Saved by Grace. And it's a... Uh, story of a, a young man going to church specifically to see this other little girl at church but uh, it's we got some really interesting material i i'm looking for when is this going to come out sir i'm thinking somewhere around september or october we should be done with it by at least october well please you know you're welcome to come back on to promote it when it comes out please do so we'd love to have you back on Oh, I'll make sure you get a copy, and I would love to come back to your Thank show. Thank you, sir. Now, tell, now, I saw something that was very interesting on uh, one of your videos, and it's about you tell a story about a bracelet that you wear. Yes. Um, I was working that campground I was telling you about one night, and I sang the song that's on the, the CD that's out now called I'll Stand Up and Say So. And this lady was in the crowd, and she went up to Roxanne and just said, was Tim in the service? And she said, no, but we have a son that did two tours in Iraq and everything. And she said, well, she said, I wore this bracelet for 26 years. Uh, Captain William Grimm died in the Iraq war. And uh, anyhow, she got this bracelet, a memorial bracelet. She wore it for 26 years and never took it off. And she gave it to me about five years ago. And I have not taken it off since. And uh, matter of fact, we're going to take this bracelet. Next year will be the uh, 30th anniversary of Captain Grimm dying. And we're going to return this bracelet to his father and the family. So that will be coming up next year. Wow. That's I, I, but the hair standing on my, on my arms. I, I, I didn't, I didn't. Wow. Um, that's amazing story and thank you for sharing it. I hope you don't mind that I brought it up. 
Um, no, that's you know, but uh, and and you you have children that were that served as well. Well, we definitely appreciate them. Thank you. Um, but uh, that was I'm sorry, I, I completely got rocked by that story. Um, and I and I listened to the first part of it, and I think it's wonderful that uh, you're going to return it to them on the 30th anniversary. That is God bless them. That's that's awesome. Um, I apologize. I don't get speechless often. <laughs> um, but anyway, so going back to the, you know, now the shows, now you talked about you have a show every week. I do a, a uh, there's a campground here in Nashville. And whenever I left the Opry, uh, they asked me to come over and start performing there on Sunday nights. So I go over on Sunday nights and I play from 730 to nine. Uh, my son is a drummer, Tristan, and uh, he plays Cajon, you know, the little box you sit on and play. Yes, sir. So it's just me and him. And, uh, but we do that every Sunday night and it's a great place for me to try new material. So if I get a, good crowd response i may put it on like a big show but uh, that's where that's my proving ground is what i call it whenever i start doing new material that's where i debut i like that and i saw you and your son perform a, a song on um well i can't i just drew a blank on it um but i saw you and your son perform on a show where he's in the background with you um but was it Larry's country diner yes sir yeah yeah yes sir okay. That's and, and that's a great that's a great part to do. Now I have a, I have a question to ask you that goes back to your Grand Ole Opry time. Is what did it feel like being that you had had so many thousands of performances there, and then you to be the featured talent? Well, it, it just I hit the big time. You know, I won the lottery. That's the way I feel about it. Uh, I enjoyed. I mean, I played with everybody from Taylor Swift and Garth Brooks and Ben Skill and. Uh, people that I would have never had the opportunity. Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers did the Opry one night. He played piano and I played organ. And uh, But what I'm doing now is what Jeannie Seeley told me that. She said, Atwood, you were meant to be an entertainer. And she said, that's what you need to keep pursuing. And uh, she's been very supportive and uh, she's another one, man, that's uh, been in my corner since day one. Oh, she's a wonderful lady. I, I had fortunate enough to talk to her a couple of years ago at an event and uh she's a wonderful lady and a very you know and, and another icon you know uh to the country music and to music period but i just wondered because you know playing in the background and then all of a sudden you're featured up front that's just uh i i just felt i just had to hear what you had to feel when what was going through you standing up there and all of a sudden it's like hey man i'm the one yeah well i like I said, when I moved to Nashville, I was about 20 years old. Of course, I knew I was going to come to Nashville. I'd be the biggest smash that Nashville had ever seen. <laughs> Boy, was I surprised. So I spent uh, three years on the road with Jim Ed Brown and uh, Lynn Anderson and Mel Street, a great country singer that passed away. But uh, I did three years on the road, and then I got off the road and spent the rest of the time at the Opry. And uh, 2014, I just decided if I'm going to make a move, I better do it now. I'm getting to that age where I don't know how much longer I got, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm just thrilled. And, and thank you so much for, for even giving me this opportunity with you. I really appreciate it. Uh, it is definitely my pleasure, sir, without a doubt. Um, like, I, like I said, I mean, just listen to some of your work and, and that bluesy, soulful. I, I love great soul coming, you know, sound. And you have that like that BJ Thomas type sound. And so I dig that, you know, and, and it, 
it was like that's why I said you're listening to some of your songs. I was like, man, that's awesome. So I can't wait to hear your new album coming out. You know, this fall that'll be uh, outstanding, and I'm sure it'll do well because people aren't you know being able to go out on tour with concerts and stuff and go to shows. So that's why I also encourage them. Look, this is the best time now to go. Like when I grew up, and you go and you would buy a record. You hear a song out on the radio, you go buy a record. Well, people now go buy go buy the CDs, go download the music because you know this is the best time that you have time to do it. And you coming on the show is really appreciative because our listeners have to get a little bit of away from the real world right now. And yeah. you're you're one of these people that's, you know, gracing our presence to come on and and they get away from the real world to listen to what you're doing and to you know know how you're making it through times and and that kind of thing because you know when when people realize that also that entertainers and show business people are also going through these times as well and they know that you know you're having to be careful and all those things and you have a family and everything else to watch out for and take care of it kind of makes you know lightens things up with them yeah i i do think that you need some distractions i mean uh this it's just such a terrible situation that we're in but uh i told roxanne the other day you know you got to do the six foot distancing and stuff i said when all this stuff is over i'm used to hugging people right yes, i sir. think it's all over i'm just going to walk up to a random stranger and hug them i <laughs> <laughs> ain't doing brother in the grocery store just give him a big old squeeze <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love that. Well, and, and that's funny, you know. And, and I understand that. And, and and because you being on the road for so long and everything else, it is it is an entirely different world. And so many of my friends and uh, that, that I'm talking to are like, man, I've been on the road for so damn long. You know, I'm I'm thankful my wife hadn't thrown me out of the house yet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know but it, it, but then they've also realized the other part of it is to spend time together. Yeah. Well, I tell everybody, Roxanne does all the driving. All I got to do is hold the wheel. <laughs> I like that. I, I might borrow that one from you, my friend. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, with everything coming out in New Susan, when's your next show that, uh, do you have a next show scheduled for uh, Facebook or anything like that coming up right now? I, I don't think we've got anything scheduled yet. I am doing Larry's Country Diner again in September. So there'll be a, I'll have a, about four songs on there from the new album that I'll be doing on Larry's show. And, the Merlin and then there's a show called the Merlin Jean Show uh, that's on RFD. And I'm taping it next week. So I'm getting some TV time in, which never hurts to get some eyeballs on you while you're playing, you know. Oh, absolutely, sir. Please send me over the links as soon as you have them and we'll share them everywhere. I will do that. Thank you so yeah. much. And I'll be sure you get one of the first copies of the new CD. Thank you, sir. That would be a pleasure. Thank you so much. What do you want to say to your fans out there that have, uh, you know, that, that are that are watching you now and coming on your Facebook and all your social media and, and, and you know, coming to your, your shows when, you know, when they can, obviously. What do you want to say to them? I just want to say a great big thank you and that I appreciate all the support and people have been so kind and uh, I just feel like that this too shall pass and uh, we'll get back to what we're used to doing, being out on the road and doing shows and if they get an opportunity, if I'm in their area, I would love to meet them, just have them come by, but God bless all of them for supporting me. And where can everybody find you on social media, sir? Uh, at timatwood.com is the uh, page, and then Tim Atwood on Facebook, 
And uh, and if we do get something lined up, I think we're going to do another uh, live stream with GDC. I'll let you know when that happens. Oh, yes, please do for sure. Sir, and, and by the way, you know, tell us just real quick a little bit about the album that's currently out right now, because so, I want everybody to go check it out. It's called Live in the Dream. We were trying to figure out what the title was going to be. And uh, she looked at me and she said, what do you think? And I said, well, I'm just living the dream. And uh, well, that's where the title came from. It's got some great songs. It's got mom. It's got I'll stand up and say so. Uh, it's it's a good album, a uh, great country album. I did a medley on there of uh, Johnny Paycheck and uh, Ray Price. I just put them together a medley. So it's got some good country and it's got some good rock and piano. And uh, so. The new one is great, but I'm, I can't wait to get this new one out. I love horn sections, and I'm getting to use a horn section on a couple songs on this CD, so it's a thrill for me. I love that. If there was, I have two questions I promise I'll let you go. One, if there's somebody you could perform with today, out of the past, who would it be? Uh, out of the past. Well, you know what? I guess I'm like everybody else. I'd like to do something with Willie Nelson. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And somebody today. Uh, somebody today. Um, that's a tough one. I, I have a hard time. I, I don't keep up with it like I should. But, uh, what's his name? Oh, Chris Jansen. I think he would be one. He and I, I remember the first time I met him, I saw that he had something extra special. You just saw it in him, you know. And uh, I never called him Chris. I always called him Superstar. And every time I was seeing that, he's Superstar. I like so that. So that probably would be good. Yeah. I like that. Ladies and gentlemen, country music entertainer, entertainer's entertainer, Mr. Tim Atwood. Go check out all of social media. It's been a pleasure having you on the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast today. Please, I said, like, again, you're welcome to come back anytime. Uh, you know, he has an album coming out fall time, September-ish, and I want you guys to make sure to check it out, timatwood.com and all the rest of his social media. And I really thank you so much for taking the time, sir. Well, thank you for having me, and let's do it again. Have a great day, sir. You take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.